I'm Dan Persons, movie reviewer for Hour of the Wolf. Is it fair for a critic to retcon his experience of a film after he's seen the film? I ask because I'm having a kind of a crisis of conscience with Kubo and the Two Strings. Not that I didn't like the film. In fact, I love the film. It's a great animated film. It's probably the best animated film this year. It may well be the best film this year. It's a gorgeously mounted stop-motion adventure of a young boy living in a medieval fantasy Japan who goes on a mystical journey to find his missing father's armor, the only way that he can protect himself from his grandfather, the Moon King, who wishes to steal Kubo's one remaining eye. Practically everything in the film captivates, from the way Kubo uses his shamisen, a three-stringed musical instrument, to coax life into origami figures, to the tender interaction between Kubo and his mother, who was traumatized into a semi-comatose state after rescuing her son from his grandfather, to the eerie manifestation of his aunts, who serve as the deadly minions of the Moon King, to the humor and depth of emotion between Kubo and his two traveling companions, the stern, sardonic monkey, voiced by Charlize Theron, and the addled but stalwart beetle, a cursed ninja voiced by Matthew McConaughey. And I respect director Travis Knight's willingness to incorporate a genuine sense of loss into the drama and not chicken out by cheating it back later on. This is the fourth film out of Oregon stop-motion studio Leica, who did Coraline and Paranorman, among others, and it may well be their best. But there was a problem I had, and I don't think it was a small problem. It came during the third act when there are revelations about who Monkey and Beetle actually are and how they impact Kubo and his adventures. And something didn't sit right about those revelations for me, about the way they were unveiled, and how the film handled the events subsequent. And this is again a time when I wish I could say to you, stop here and come back to this review after you've seen the film, but I don't think my host would appreciate that, so I'll have to settle for vagueness in my descriptions here. The upshot is that I was conflicted through the film's third act, still loving it, but concerned about a rather prominent, for me, flaw in the narrative. And it was after leaving the film on the subway heading back home that I had a thought. One of the running themes of Kubo and the Two Strings is that Kubo makes his living as a storyteller at his village's market, but a storyteller who can never finish his tales. He uses his shamisen to coax origami figures representing his father and various monsters into battle, but always bolts from the tale and the disappointed audience with a cursory to be continued. Kubo and the Two Strings is supposed to be about a boy finally writing the end to a story, his own story. When I was watching the film, my presumption was that it all took place in one reality, from beginning to end. But what if that wasn't the case? What if Kubo and his adventures with Monkey and Beetle took place in another more mythic and fantastic reality, a storyteller's reality. There are visual cues in the film that might be suggestions of Kubo entering and leaving this reality, and looking at it that way, the third act revelations functioning as elements of a storyteller weaving his tale before a rapt audience work, at least for me. So 
I wasn't sure what to do here. Didn't seem fair just to ignore my experience in the watching of the film. And my after-the-fact reconciliation is admittedly a bit of a stretch, me working to clear away a prominent kink in a film I otherwise dearly love. And so I'm giving you both, and you can watch the film one way, and if that doesn't work for you, maybe you can try the other. Or come up with your own explanation. It's a free country. Because, at base, however you make your seeing of Kubo and the Two Strings work, you need to see this film for its beautiful imagery, for its inventive action sequences, for its strangeness and its honesty of emotion. Kubo and the Two Strings, warts and all, is pure, flippin' fantastic. And just a reminder that the scary stuff lives on the Monster Channel, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can watch online and on your iOS device by going to monsterchannel.tv or on your Roku device by getting the Monster Channel app. And other devices are forthcoming. Stay tuned, so to speak. I'm Dan Persons. Now is the time to take a stand against hatred, fear, and greed. Register to vote, and let's defeat Trump.